Equipment and Monitor, Section 6, 1 of 5, Cerebral Oximetry. Cerebral oximetry utilizes near-infrared spectroscopy to measure cerebral oxygenation. It measures venous oxygen saturation. It detects regional oxygenation. It is not a global monitor of cerebral oxygenation. It is non-invasive and provides continuous data. Usually, there are two sensors placed on the forehead. We only show one sensor in the image here. Placement. The sensor is placed on the patient's scalp, gener generally over the frontal lobe. It contains a light-emitting diode and two light sensors, a surface photodetector and a deep photodetector. The infrared light follows an elliptical pathway from the emitting diode to scalp to skull to brain to skull to scalp to photodetectors. How it works. Arterial hemoglobin, venous hemoglobin, and tissue cytochromes absorb different frequencies of infrared light. Cerebral oximetry relies on the fact that cerebral blood volume is one part arterial to three parts venous. 75% of blood in the brain is on the venous side of circulation. Since non-infrared spectroscopy does not have the ability to detect pulsatile blood flow, it is primarily a measure of venous oxyhemoglobin saturation and oxygen extraction. Decreased cerebral oxygen delivery, increased cerebral oxygen extraction, decreased venous hemoglobin saturation. A greater than or equal to 25% change from baseline suggests a reduction in cerebral oxygenation. Scalp hypoxia can contaminate the signal. Near-infrared spectroscopy may falsely interpret scalp hypoxia as brain ischemia. Equipment and monitor, section 6, 2 of 5, electroencephalogram. The EEG measures the differences between electrical potentials in multiple regions of the brain. It provides information about the electrical activity of the cerebral cortex, but offers little information about the subcortical structures, spinal cord and the cranial and peripheral nerves. Classification of brain waves, beta, beta waves, 13 to 30 cycles per second, high frequency and low voltage, associated with awake mental stimulation and light anesthesia, alpha waves, frequency 8 to 12 cycles per second, associated with awake but restful state with eyes closed, theta waves, 4 to 7 cycles per second, associated with general anesthesia in children during normal sleep, delta waves, less than 4 cycles per second, associated with general anesthesia, deep sleep, and brain ischemia or injury, Burst suppression associated with general anesthesia, hypothermia, cardiopulmonary bypass, and cerebral ischemia, especially if it's unilateral burst suppression. Isoelectricity, absence of electrical activity associated with very deep anesthesia and death. How brain waves change during anesthesia. Induction of general anesthesia is associated with increased beta wave activity. Light anesthesia is also associated with increased beta wave activity. Theta and delta waves predominate during general anesthesia. Deep anesthesia produces burst suppression. At 1.5 to 2 mach, general anesthetics cause complete suppression or isoelectricity. How anesthetic agents affect the EEG? Nitrous oxide alone increases beta wave activity. Sevoflurane can increase epileptiform EEG activity. Etomidate can cause myoclonus, but this is not associated with epileptiform EEG activity. Ketamine can increase high-frequency cortical activity and may confuse EEG interpretation. The patient may be deeper than the EEG suggests. Burst suppression may occur with hypothermia, especially during cardiopulmonary bypass. Unilateral burst suppression is suggestive of cerebral ischemia. EEG is monitor of cerebral ischemia. EEG provides a sensitive measure of brain tissue at risk of infarction. 
the brain requires an adequate perfusion pressure to provide a steady supply of oxygen and glucose. In the absence of these substrates, the brain is unable to maintain its electrical function. The development of new delta waves during anesthetic maintenance may signify that the brain is at risk for ischemia. The following circumstances mimic cerebral ischemia, deep anesthesia, hypothermia, and hypocarbia. EEG monitoring is useful during the following procedures. Carotid endarterectomy, cross-clamping impaired cerebral perfusion, cerebral aneurysm, arteriovenous malformation, cardiopulmonary bypass, deliberate hypotension, assessment of barbiturate, comma, comma and death, epilepsy diagnosis and treatment.